Georgia, you're listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Watch Dogs program at the Center for Fathering. For more about Watch Dogs, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. We're also brought to you in cooperation with Youth Today, which is a publication of the Center for Sustained Journalism at Kennesaw State University. If you want to know what's going on in Youth Today, Go to youthtoday.org. Well, hello and welcome to Watch Dogs Radio. I'm your host, Keith Shoemaker. We are back in the studio at Kennesaw State University. So happy to be here. It is a beautiful day here in Georgia. The sun is shining. I probably ought to be home doing some yard work, but I would much rather be here with you guys and talking about watchdogs, talking about this time of year. This is such a time of year right now. My wife, of course, is a teacher. It's that high-stress, high-tension time of year. Yeah, right. Where the teachers are getting ready to go back to work, right here in Cobb County, the teachers will be going back to work tomorrow. They're going to be uh, doing the week of pre-planning, and then the, uh, the kiddos will be coming back later on next week. So... We're, uh, we're looking forward to all of the schools that are going to be bringing uh, watchdogs programs in. We're looking at all uh, an exciting new year, and it's just uh, just an exciting time of year. We're getting ready to put a lot of launch events together. We're getting ready to bring new schools on to, uh, to the watchdogs program. And uh, speaking of some of those folks that are going to be talking to us about new schools, new programs, I'm going to bring on my co-host, Chris Dannenauer, out there at the Mothership. How you doing, Chris? I'm good, Keith. How, how are you? I am great. I'm, uh, I spent the day at Six Flags yesterday with the kids, and uh, I'm, I'm kind of sore from bouncing around on those uh, some of those rides. They've got some crazy stuff out there, but I enjoy it all the time. love being out there with the kids. And I'll tell you, I got a chance to talk to, you know, I started to look around when I'm seeing crowds like that, and I got to see some great dads that were taking the opportunity. They had taken a day off from work to take their kids to Six Flags before they get ready to go back to school. I think that's a, you know, a great opportunity. I uh, saw some great church groups out there. Just some great opportunities to, uh, to connect with our kids and be good uh, male role models. And had, had some fun out there. I uh, even got a little bit of sunburn, but I don't want to talk about that. But anyway, uh, Chris, is it, how's the weather out there in Weather is nice. We uh, had some rain over the uh, evening, and so it's kind of overcast and nice here. But, uh, no, we're excited, Keith. We're gearing up for a, a probably a record fall here at Watch Dogs. It always seems like it's a record year, but uh, I know that we have about 395 schools that are in pre-launch mode. And to those that are listening, uh, pre-launch means they have uh, been trained by watchdogs and have purchased a startup kit. So these 395 schools should be kicking off sometime uh, August, September, maybe early October. And that doesn't count the hundreds of schools that, uh, that will be following suit. So we are looking forward to a, a record fall and getting ready to fill these orders of these other schools getting trained. Wow, and uh, give, a, give a quick shout-out here to Jim Hammond. He's in Paulding County, Georgia, talking about bringing the program to Roberts Elementary, getting ready to crank things back up. He's on our Facebook page. You can uh, go to our Facebook page, which is watch, W-A-T-C-H, space, D period, O period, G period, S, and that will get you connected with about 1,537 members from across the country that are talking about watchdogs, talking about these programs, and it's a great opportunity for us to be able to communicate. I've also got the Twitter feed up if you want to check in with us on Twitter, but uh, but Facebook is certainly the uh, better opportunity to get in touch with us. Well, uh, one uh, another great person that uh, joins us on a pretty regular basis. 
a good friend of ours and, and a leader of the program, the I guess the leader of the pack of dogs, if you can, uh, if you want to go that route with it, is our executive director, Eric Snow. Eric, I see you're uh, actually in the next room from Chris today, so uh, welcome to the program. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, we're we're both communicating from Springdale today, as opposed to last week. I think when we were on, we were we had somebody from Texas, we had Georgia, we had uh, Kansas, and we had Arkansas represented. But hey, I will tell you what, I'm uh, I'm excited about this fall. We have, uh, like Chris said, a record number of schools ready to launch for the very first time. We're carrying another 3,051 schools forward from last year with us, so uh, the excitement is there. And I don't want to spend much time talking because I'm dialing in today because I'm really excited about our guest. As anybody that listens to this show or visits our Facebook page or goes to our website or hears us talk at any conference knows PTA is one of our very valued partners. And in 2008, PTA created something called the Moore Alliance, and the M-O-R-E stands for Men Organized to Raise Engagement. PTA has led the way in the nation to get more men involved in education for all the reasons that we know um, that needs to be done. And so we also know the men are out there. We know that PTA has done a great job moving the dial, so to speak. Last year, PTA's uh, national membership was 8% male. This year, it is 22% male. And the gentleman we're going to introduce, and I'd like to have the honor to introduce him, Mr. Host. May I do that? Absolutely. Let's do that. Go right ahead. Let me do that. Let me do that. The gentleman that you're going to hear from today is the current president of National PTA. Uh, Otha Thornton has been a, a, a tireless advocate of, of education for children. Uh, he has come up through the ranks in PTA, uh, and he is a very busy man professionally. Uh, he has a wonderful family, so he's a wonderful father, and he's just proof positive that no matter how busy you are, you have time uh, to give back. And so it is my pleasure to introduce uh, the president of National PTA, Mr. Otha Thornton. Welcome, Otha. Hey, thank you very much there, Eric and uh, Keith. I'm glad to be here with you all today. I'm down, down here today down at Fort Stewart, Georgia, while work, working with troops, and uh, but I'm just happy to be here, uh, and I'm really privileged and honored to be the uh, to serve as the National PTA president for our kids, working with uh, the watchdogs. I mean, y'all have made such a powerful difference and impact. Uh, in our country and in our schools, you know, fatherhood is such an important, an important uh, part of life. I'm, I'm married. I'm married to a teacher, Karen. Been married for 24 years. Congratulations! Uh, yeah. Thank you, thank you. We just celebrated that about two weeks ago. Oh, wonderful! Uh, yeah, I was in uh, Texas and I told the uh, the crowd that I had to be back home on the 20. That was a Texas day. They couldn't mess with the 21st because. Uh, uh, that, that's my wife's our anniversary, and you don't mess with that date. So I got back home at <laughs> no. time for my anniversary. Now, I want to celebrate my 25th, so I need to be back home on the 24th. So, you have your priorities uh, perfectly in line, Mr. President, I believe. That's right. That's right. But, but, but uh, it, um, you know, it, it's been exciting, and as I'm sharing with folks, uh, I'm really looking at, for the next couple of years, really focusing on, uh, focusing on our, on our membership, our uh, leadership, and our advocacy efforts. Um, you know, with membership, one of the things I've been able to do this year is, uh, and I'm, I'm so glad to have Mr. Snow on our board, and I also picked another couple of watchdogs to get mm-hmm. our mail engagement committee at national level. I think I have about 10 gentlemen this year from all around the country because yes. I want to beef up our efforts of getting uh, folks involved. You know, I have two kids, my, my son, 
uh, Trey Thornton. I have him on the National Youth Committee. <laughs> to, Wonderful. Uh, yeah, and then I have a daughter. Uh, uh, my son, actually, he just got back yesterday from military training up at Fort Lewis, Washington. So we've been spending some time together, and that's been wonderful. And then my daughter uh, out in Texas, she works out there. She's uh, 23 years old. But uh, on the membership piece, we're really working hard to get more male males involved. We actually were up we're up now about 4.3 million members. We about 22 percent of that 4 million 4.3 million are men. That's phenomenal. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So and and again because of Watchdogs and our more alliance, we really made an inroads into getting men involved with their children's and their children's lives. Uh, on the leadership piece, I mean, men provide a, I mean, just some great leadership, and we really want men to continue to provide that leadership uh, uh, in their homes and their communities. Uh, it's just so important. So I'm really focusing on that and just really servant leadership, and that servant leadership that we're there to serve our children, you know, our communities and our homes. And then most importantly, uh, on the advocacy piece which I'm focusing on, is ensuring that we're speaking up for all children. It's so important um, as we move forward. You know, uh, you mentioned uh, the more life. You're very gracious with your your compliments and remarks about watchdogs. I want to be able to say uh, on this show also that we are we are fortunate to work with some amazing partners in that more alliance. And folks listening can go to pta.org forward slash more m o r e and find out about all pro dads, strong fathers, strong families, Black Star Project, Los Compadres Network, Real Men Cook Charities. And I shouldn't have started this because I'm afraid I'm going to leave a couple. Mm-hmm. Out. But there are some fabulous organizations that PTA, in its wisdom, um, brought together, and and we work well together. I know there was some concerns early on. You know, I'm going back to 2008 that you know, gosh, if we bring these organizations in, is there going to be some competition? And uh, we've seen exactly the opposite. We have, we, you know, it, it truly is. There, there's a proverb uh, uh, that says, you know, if you want to go uh, fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And uh, you know. The leadership of National PTA has led by that example of being so generous with with uh, your audiences of your schools to to promote us and put us out there and say these are organizations that can help you achieve you know our common goals and and I was honored uh, Otha to be able to go with some of the uh, urban initiative trainings that National PTA put on uh, this summer and uh, I worked with your staff and it was just right. a fabulous experience. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about that? As I, we didn't really oh. set that up, but I know that's oh, a, a, no problem. No, that's a that's a great program. What we're trying to do and really trying to reach out into all of our communities. Uh, PTA basically and historically has been a suburban based um, uh, or uh, association. Right. And what we're doing is we're again we're trying to reach out into urban areas, rural areas, anywhere where you find a kid. You know. So right. and mm-hmm. military communities also. So we started the Urban Family um, Initiative uh, a couple of years ago, where we uh, provided, you know, cities competed for grants uh, so that we could uh, educate families uh, about how to um, advocate or speak for their kids in schools. And uh, I've had the privilege also to work with the uh, Urban Family Engagement Network in Baltimore, Maryland, and also Atlanta, Georgia, 
And like I said, Eric, we really appreciate the work that you're doing with them also because, again, you know, in some communities you have fewer fathers in the home. And yes. it's very important that as men, uh, we, again, we are that those role models for, you know, kids that may not have a father or male figure in their homes or in their, in, you know, in their specific communities. That's right. Well, I tell you what, I know that Chris and uh, Keith are, were excited about speaking with you. Uh, you've had a chance to meet both of these guys at the Mel Engagement Conference and uh, at different conferences around the country. I'm going to be quiet a little bit because I have a tendency to, to, to monopolize and dominate because uh, I, I like to talk and I'm very interested in But we'll get a chance to talk later, so I'm going to let one of these guys ask you a question because I know sure. they each had some things they were interested in asking. Okay. Well, actually, I'm going to Chris or Keith? You know what, I'm going to go uh, take a quick break here since we're midway through the program and uh, let you guys hear something that I've been working on. This is uh, Some of this copy might sound familiar. Hey, guys. Okay. The PTA has a message for you. Man up. That's right. It's not your mother's PTA anymore. As times change, so do family structures. Across the country, more men are getting involved in their child's education. With PTA-sponsored programs such as Watchdogs, All Pro Dads, and Strong Fathers, Strong Families, all you have to do is show up. We need a few good men, just like you. Build your child's tomorrow in today's PTA. Go to PTA.org to join. Had a little fun putting that together. Hey, you're pretty good. You give you a studio. <laughs> look what you get into, man. Exactly. Well, I tell you, it's, it's, it's a lot of my brother coming out. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm living on through uh, my brother's living on through me in, in the radio work, and I'm having a you had a great too. mentor, that's for sure, Keith. Well, next week we have a very special guest for you on Watchdogs Radio. If you're a teacher, we're going to be focusing back on you because we know this is the time of year where you're getting your classroom together and you're going to need some tips. Well, we have an extra special guest that's going to be joining us. If you are familiar with the teacher blog world, you may recognize this sound. Yes, that's right. Next week is going to be our rollback week. We're going to be on Monday at 1.30 Eastern, 12.30 Central, and we will be joined by Mr. Smith himself, the teacher tipster. Dustin Smith will be joining us. We're going to be talking about male engagement in classroom from a teacher perspective. We're also going to be talking about bringing a watchdogs program to a school. Now, Dustin is at Woodrow Cummins Elementary School in Conway, Arkansas, and they have had the watchdogs program in the past, and they're going to be doing a reboot this year. So we're going to have a special treat talking about bringing the watchdogs program back to a school. We're going to be talking about parent engagement, and we're going to have a lot of fun with Mr. Smith. If you have a chance, kind of get uh, prepared. If you're not familiar with him, you can go to his webpage, teachertipster.com, and see some great stuff. Some uh, it just his wit and his humor uh, brought into the classroom is really sets the uh, pace for a lot of fun. So please come back and join us next week. Once again, we're going to be on Monday, 1:30 Eastern, 12:30 Central, on our rollback week, where we're going to have Mr. Smith from teachertipster.com. Well, Chris, uh, I'm going to throw it over to you now. What uh, what do you want to throw in with us here? Sure, Otha. Hey, I just uh, have a question, and uh, when Keith told me that you're going to be on, I was excited. So, uh, and you, you touched on this briefly, but just for our, our listeners, Otha, what inspired you as a man, a guy, to want to become national PTA president? I'll give you the Cliff Notes version based on the time <laughs> we have. But when I moved, I was in the military. I'm, I retired after. 
uh, 21 years, but I, we moved to um, Fort Meade, Maryland in 2005. Went to the first PK meeting. Uh, there were 2,000 students in the school, but only seven parents at the meeting. Wow. So uh, I was the, 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 the one of the seven was the post commander, with about 30,000 folks under his under his command. So he basically, uh, when the president said we didn't have enough parents to get officers this year, he leaned over to me and said, "Going forward, we're going to do about this." And I said, uh, uh, I just got, got got in country about a month ago, and he said, what are we going to do about this? So I became <laughs> the vice president of the Mead High School PTA, and I tell people I was voluntold. So, <laughs> so basically, from that point on, I just, you know, again, I just think it's important for men to be involved and engaged in, in the educational experience because, you know, studies show that kids do better. So I got involved. We took the membership from... 200, I mean, from 20 the first year to 200 by the end of the year, and then I was elected president the following year, and, was, and we went up to 400 members, and that caught uh, President Jan Domini's attention, and she asked me how did I do it, and I explained it to her, and uh, I was called again, but I was called by Nashville and said, hey, we want you on the board, and that sort of started the path to become the president, but what got me involved is, again, just again, caring about children. And wanting them to have the opportunities and choices that this great nation offers. Wow, That's wonderful! You know, I think Othman, when we met, actually was in 2008 at Birmingham, Alabama, at the Alabama State P or State PTA conference. If you recall That's that, correct. Yes, yeah, yes. It made a big impression on me. I, 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 I got a sense of who you were and and your background, and and I remember excited when you won't believe the man I just met. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's representing PTA. That gave me a whole new uh, just perspective on 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 the type of people, the quality of people that PTA uh, brought in, and and that's still uh, the cornerstone of this great great organization. So that's amazing. Great story. Well, Thank cool. you so much. Would like to say, and as very important, you know, faith, family, and flag. Those are important cornerstones in my life. Amen. And it's it's made a, a big difference and. Again, we we're all put on this earth for a purpose, you know, and 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 then hopefully at the end of the day, at the end of the life, you know, so I've served my purpose well, you know, for our children and our you know community. Wow, that's kind of a good segue into into my question, Osa. Uh, once again, uh, you know, first of all, thank you for serving your country. I, I just I want to, I want to yes. put that out, you know, first and foremost out there. Um, but in doing that, I'm kind of curious about, and, and I kind of mentioned this when we talked the other day. As a, coming from your military background, what kind of unique experiences uh, and background that you're bringing in as president of the PTA? What what is that going to be a little bit differently in in how the presidency unfolds under your leadership? Well, that's a great question. I, I, I I'll tell you, there are a lot more things common than there are different. And, and I'll give you an example. I was in in, in a, a Common Core State Initiative training this weekend with the our grassroots people in PTA, and they were talking about strategic planning, and, and we went through it, and I left everything, and I just shared it with them. I said, strategy and Latin is the study of generals, and a lot of strategy that we do, uh, you know, comes from Sun Tzu, the art of war. I say, so the things we're doing here, we've been doing it for thousands of years, so that experience, from my perspective, you know, like, for instance, I worked as a strategic planner over in Iraq and I did a lot of strategic planning in the military, so those skill sets are very helpful 
organization. So it's it's been wonderful uh, from that perspective. Wow. Well, I know your I know your structure and your your organization is uh, is obviously second to none. But your your team building skills obviously are a big part of it. You you have a way of of, of drawing people to you and, and getting them on board and communicating you know your your ideals and passions and. I think that's the mark of, of any great leader, and uh, we're excited about the next two years. Uh, you know, that that kind of leads into to my next question is that, you know, you've talked about male engagement, and I just talked about it, but you've been on the mm-hmm. forefront uh, of making it happen. Do you have any plans to, to increase or, like, beyond the Moore Alliance and male engagement committee, which I know you've beefed up and have some plans? Or are there any plans that you have that you can share about increasing male engagement or we've got something that's working and we're just going to, to keep going with that, and and then a follow-up question: Are you planning another male engagement conference? We had one oh. last year that um, you know we were excited about and was very successful. So, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, absolutely. Well, you know what they say: uh, you know we put our money where our mouth is. You know, or we look to see where your check looks right. Well, again, right. I doubled the male involvement engagement committee this year. So I doubled that, and uh, we are having a male engagement conference this year. Last year. In uh, Kansas, we had a wonderful male engagement conference. People are still talking about it. So uh, we're going to do that uh, come this spring. I know my staff is, staff is looking forward, uh, you know, to planning. They've looked at some cities so far. And uh, we'll be getting that information out as soon as we sort of start finalizing that this fall. Um, also, from the perspective of... Um, with the male engagement, I'm doing something different this year during our planning. Uh, I'm doing, um, we're going to have the committees. The, the, the committees have, have, most of them have done telephonic conferences between, you know, since convention ended up to this point. And what we're going to do when they arrive in Alexandria in two weeks, they're going to sit down with the entire committees. They're going to get a plan of work for the next two years. And then once they do that, all the committees are going to talk and share their plan. They're going to collaborate. So if there are other committees like communications or whatever committees we have, they can share their ideas so we can uh, really um, come up with some great, refined ideas. And then the next day they're going to pull their final plans together and we'll be pushing that out to the field by the end of, uh, by the end of uh, August. Excellent. Yeah. That sounds so, yeah, there, 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 there's that uh, that unique uh, uh, perspective and background of that that military experience, that organization and structure with an eye on the end goal uh, mm-hmm. that that is is so important when you're moving. Uh, you know, uh, you, you've got to mobilize and move a large uh, group of volunteers, which is different um, than working with paid staff uh, a lot of times. Yeah. And we've mm-hmm. learned that in the watchdog arena, and, and you all are having to do that on a much much bigger scale. So we're watching and learning from PTA in many ways, Otis. So as we see how how well you all are able to do this we're we're kind of borrowing some of that for working with our watchdogs volunteers but keith i think you had something maybe as a follow-up to that maybe sure uh pta exactly and and one of the things that we discussed at uh at the national convention in cincinnati and and of course we uh we also were fortunate enough to hear it uh from eric hargis on the on the uh, dais was that um how do we you know we know guys your wife's a member of the PTA, and now we've got you in to join the PTA. How do we relate to those guys and say, you know what, you're not just a member of your local PTA, but when you join PTA, you're part of your council, 
you're part of your region, you're part of your state, and you're part of national PTA. What's a good way to get that word out to them that, that their membership in the local PTA is much bigger than they might think? That's a very exceptional question, and here's the, way, the, the path that we're going with that. Uh, we're encouraging all of our folks looking to activate their cards. That's going to give me the opportunity as president. My goal is every quarter to send out an email to all those activated cards. So like last year we had 300,000 uh, member, I mean activated cards. Mm-hmm. And this year I'm really pushing state presidents hard to get those cards activated so we can articulate that to people. Now I'm going to give you an example today. In about an hour I'm headed to Brunswick, Georgia. They're doing a membership bowl in that town. What they're going to do is they actually got the school board, they got the chamber of commerce, and uh, just a lot of, uh, it's a community effort to have an arena, and they're doing a PTA drive for the town. And so I'm going down there to speak and wow. talk, and I'm just looking. I'm I'm really excited, but that is the model that I'm pushing across the nation. And the great news, and I'll be quiet, uh, NBC Nightly News will be recording, and it, we should be on tomorrow evening on NBC Nightly News. Oh, super. So we'll we'll look for that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, so that's great. To it. Well, Chris, uh, have you got a uh, question for us? Well, I, I do, and it's kind of, you know, uh, Going to what uh, uh, you know, kind of fall to yours. Uh, oh, with that, you know, referring to the gatekeeper term that we coined at the mail engagement conference. Mm-hmm. What do we say to PTA local units who may not be encouraging men to be active in their children's education and PTA? Well, well, we hear this a lot. It takes a village to raise a child. We can all studies point to. When men are involved in their children's education, they do better. Right. Better social adjustment skills. So we have to be able to communicate communicate that to you know our you know PTA local units that may not have that male involvement. And then we have to do things like I like I told you um, uh, we have like we have watchdogs, all pro dads, and it's just a different approach. Sometimes you have to take you know when you're dealing with different gender groups. Mm-hmm. So. You know, because you know, like men, we want to solve. <laughs> I mean, just mm-hmm. you know, we want to solve the problem. We want to come in, get it done, and move out. And that may not be the approach, you know, with some, you know, in some mm-hmm. cases. So just really looking at the psychology of the gender uh, and just the different um, attributes and in, in, uh, you know cultures that you're dealing with. So you have to take those things in consideration when you're. With, with your local units all up to national units. You know, what are you what are you what are you dealing with and take those things under, under consideration. I know that uh, the PTA is uh is is it is kind of amazing, the hundred and seventeen year history of PTA that it's managed to stay so relevant and and so important all these years and, and there's been a lot of changes that have taken place, you know, in the last one hundred and seventeen years. How do you see PTA OTA in the future? I mean, uh let's even push it out 
you know, 15 or 20 years from now. I mean, obviously this is a, you know, ubiquitous uh, brand. It's something that everybody knows about. Uh, PTA, everybody, they may not know exactly all the great work that PTA does, but they're aware of the organization. And, and I mean, there seems to be such a revival uh, of that PTA awareness, even though it's been around forever, that people are really, I think, realizing that, you know, it is an answer to so many of the challenges that our schools face or those partnerships between, you know, parents uh, and educators, and I don't think that's ever going to change. But how do you see PTA, you know, say 15 or 20 years from now? Any any major changes, or, or what are you thinking about that? Well, well, I, I, from talking to the past national presidents, I've had some super support from, from, from them just sharing with me, and, and some of them have told me, look, Ota, uh, you will not be able to get everything done you want to get done, but you can plant seeds, okay? And those seeds will grow into great things. Like we have the Urban Family Initiative now. That actually started and started back in the 70s. But now we have a program that someone planted, uh, you know, 40 years ago. And one of the things I'm doing is um, making a shift from some almost industrial to information age type like communication infrastructures. I'm dealing with that. So you have to look at your, your, your demographics and, and how do we uh, do knowledge management. So I'm, I'm, those are the things that I'm trying to put in place that will help project us in a positive direction and the way we handle knowledge, the way we push it out there, and the way we communicate. So much so that I've uh, established a communications committee and I've gotten, like I have one fellow from Microsoft, works with CEO of Microsoft, I mean, just some people. Some heavy hitters, yeah. Great things and making a, dif- making a difference, planting that seed and building structures in place now to make a, a great projection as we move forward. Tell them come join PTA. There you, there you go. Well, once again, thank you for joining us. This is Watchdogs Radio on the Blog Talk Radio Network. We appreciate your time. Join us next week at uh, on Monday. It's our rollback week where we're going to have Teacher Tipster with us. Once again, thank you so much to Otha Thornton, National PTA President, for joining us here on Watchdogs Radio. And, of course, Chris and Eric, thanks for uh, for joining in here. We always have a great time. So uh, we have to wind it up now. Uh, these shows are great. They uh, they seem to go too fast, though. We, uh, we have such a good time here. So, folks, don't forget, next week we're going to be on our rollback week. So join us on Monday at 1.30 Eastern, 12.30 Central. And, folks, just don't forget, the only schools that don't have a watchdog program are the ones that don't know enough about us. Thanks a lot. Have a great week, and we'll see you on Monday.